welcome to the power of self the power of self i dare you to try it podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in it always means the absolute world to me when you guys choose to tune in and to listen to the power of self i dare you to try it podcast um this is going to be the first podcast where where I'm going to be recording a snippet, a little preview to um, just add on Instagram so you can guys start seeing um, previews of the topics being discussed. And um, we have a guest speaker here today. Her name is Sharita, but you prefer Rita, correct? Rita, Re. Okay, so we're going to go. I like Re. We're going to go with Re today. So Miss Rhea and I have honestly just recently connected. I went to go get my hair cut with her for the first time last week, and we really got into some dope, amazing, deep conversation. And um, she is a new up-and-coming barber in Orlando. You guys have to check her out at the end of the podcast. I'll go ahead and let her um, share her instagram with you guys but definitely check her out has been cutting my hair absolutely digging the cuts thank you so much but thank, thank you. you for coming in and joining me at the power of self thank I you for having try. me thank you for having me not a problem so miss Ree, what do you want to share about yourself with the listeners today a little intro hmm. um born and raised here in orlando so I'm definitely an Orlando native, um, like you stated, up and coming barber. Uh, I've done other things in management, um, but barbering is is my passion. Um, okay. I'm on the up and coming. I'm ready to take off. So I think uh, this journey is really pulling a lot out of me um, in artistic ways, mentally, spiritually, all of that. So. Dope. All right. Sweet. And I'm definitely looking forward to kind of just chatting about the, you know, like, I guess the obstacles, but not only the obstacles, the beauty that this journey is really bringing to you. So I did prep a couple questions. Okay. And I want to start with, can you speak on one moment that really stands out to you where you did not choose self? And how did that moment like impact you? And what was a big takeaway that, that you discovered through not choosing self? Um, I would say, which may be cliche, but like as far as like the time that stick out is like in a relationship. So just a backstory on being with someone who kind of had their own issues going on in life and it made the relationship aspect difficult um, but I think me just wanting to save that person um, I tend to in that situation put myself last and did everything I could to help them you know grow or figure it out what the issue was um, and I think it came to a point where like enough was enough. Um, I wasn't myself anymore. Um, I found myself wanting to be off alone or or even going and hanging out by myself a lot more. And so it gave me 
a perspective and it allowed me to reflect on who I am. And from that, I concluded that I'm enabling this person because they're relying on me. And in return, you know, it's a headache, to be honest. Yeah. And I think once I chose myself, it was beneficial for not just for, for not just for me, but for that person also. I think me leaving put them in a, in a space where they had to be alone and they had to work through some things and figure it out. And on the, on the end of it all, it's like, now you're walking into who you are and I'm walking into who I am. But had I not chose myself, who's to say, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, what, what do you think made you want to save someone else instead of saving yourself? Probably, I think it's at certain extent, like a high, you get a high off of saving someone, you know, like that Captain Save a Whole Turn. Um, in what ways? In ways of like seeing potential in another person and wanting them to be better. So putting yourself aside to push them to work towards their fullest potential. I saw the end goal before I saw the work that needed to, you know, be put in to get to the end goal. And then once I started seeing, okay, it needs work, um, I ignored it, to be honest. I ignored all the signs. I would just focus on that end goal of, you know, you becoming who you are, I'm becoming who I am, and let's making it work. I was so, gun hole on making it work that I chose to overlook the signs that I saw. What were some of the signs that you saw? Um, the dependence, you know, the, um, them depending on me to do everything, even um, them not wanting to go hang out with friends. They just wanted to be up under me all the time. Um, the not being appreciated, um, the excuses, the just small things that you would think like maybe I'm bugging, yeah, but in reality, like it was all leading up into you know, so, so when you would ask, like, question yourself, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'm bugging why I'm interested in like understanding your perspective on like why didn't you trust like I'm not bugging this mm -hmm. is what I'm seeing like what do you think that blockage what was coming from the guilt of hurting someone knowing like yeah I know it's, we shouldn't be but I don't want you to be hurt by it so yeah. the guilt wow that's deep so you're protecting hurting someone mm -hmm. but deep down when you were in that situation did you know that you weren't choosing yourself or did it take you walking away from that to understand i knew in that situation yeah it was just overlooking it just because in hopes of 
getting it right. So what would you say from that moment? What was the biggest like lesson and takeaway you've discovered through that? Becoming in tune with yourself to to listen to yourself. To trust yourself. The power of self. Power of self. Yeah. Trusting yourself to stand behind what you believe in yeah. and what you feel. Because feelings are real. You always hear people say, like, feelings are not real. You know, feelings are just feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in my perspective... Mm-hmm. Like, feelings are real to you. Like, you're feeling this way for a reason. Now, maybe the feeling doesn't necessarily tell the same story to someone else that Mm -hmm. it does to you. But if you can take the moment to understand that that is your feeling and it's coming from whatever place it is, whether Mm -hmm. it's an insecurity, a trigger, whatever, whatever that root cause is. Right. Doesn't just understanding that aspect bring you closer to understanding self? Absolutely. Do you? Did that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the understanding is the big part of it. Yeah. You know, once you understand those feelings, and you go through those feelings, it makes you. The understanding part makes you appreciate those feelings. Yeah. Instead of bad, like instead of pushing them away yeah so what feelings did you have to understand about yourself to really start growing and and choosing self and and trusting self um feelings of i would say more so of like detaching feelings like you can't history repeats itself so, you know, you're in this relationship, but before that, you know, you were in something similar. Yeah. So, on the aspect of, you know, something in you attract this type or attract this energy. So now you have to figure it out and understand what it, what it is about you that's attracting it. And it's not, it may not be a bad thing. It's just not being used in a proper way. Do you believe that you attract what you are? In a sense, in a right? Sense. Yeah. It may not be exactly, but there's traits. Yeah. Definitely. Like, when you walk away from a relationship, one thing that I really learned is that other person also has some of the same broken pieces that you have. That you have. And it's like, oh shit, no wonder. No wonder, you know. What would you say um, are some traumas that you had to really face and just heal from? Hmm. Um, not growing up with my mom. Yeah. Um, How so? Even though she was, you know, present, it was, you know, like an in and out type of situation. She had her own battles that she had to, you know, face and deal with. So um, my grandmother raised me half of my life. My dad raised me the other half. So, you know, even though I, I, I had that support, you know, um, from parents, grandparents, step-parents, um, it was just different growing up, you know, not having that constant. And, you know, 
I'm not upset about anything, you know. Um, no one's perfect. No one's perfect, so she had to go through her things. But, you know, ultimately she made it right. And that's what, that's the biggest takeaway from it, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's deep. So not having your mom and being kind of raised partially with grandma and then par- other half with with dad... Mm-hmm. How do you like how does that affect a human being or someone that also may be going through that same you know like I don't want to call it a struggle but mm-hmm. that same dynamic that you watch growing up I mean naturally a mom is nurturing or she you know so although I had my grandmother who you know was nurturing it's still not the same because it's not you know your mom so um and then, like, getting to know a person that you don't really know, you know? So, it's like a battle within itself, Yeah. so to speak. Like, just peeling different layers of the onion. Okay, so my next question is, what's one moment you chose self that stands out to you? And what was your big takeaway from choosing self? When I decided to go to barber school. Nice. Okay. When I decided to go to barber school, I knew it was going to take sacrifice. You know, I'm still working full time. And, um, you know, going to work, getting off, going home, grabbing a bite to eat, getting ready, go to barber school, you know, there to 10 at night. So it was definitely a sacrifice, but I, I just kept the passion and the bigger picture. You know? Um, and then once I got there and finished school, passed my state board, it was like another layer of of choosing myself because now I'm put in a position where I'm still working a full time job and I'm barbering on the side, but I know barbering is my passion, so it needs to be full time. So then taking it to the step of okay putting in my two weeks notice to go full time in the shop. Um, Ultimately, I'm betting on myself at this point. You know, I'm only a year out of school. So, you know, my experience, it's not high, but I know I have to do it. So it's, I had to choose myself and, and what I believe in. Oh, all right. So, What's the feeling of choosing self, you know, like I'm a big advocate on self love on mental health, but i the the my purpose for this podcast is really to help the world understand that the journey isn't going to be easy and be a resource and a tool to kind of like guide them and provide them with our scenarios and our stories of what's helped us. So, like, what would you say the journey of choosing self in, like, really, really entails? What feelings have you come across? Rewarding. Um, Fear. Anxiety. Um, The unknown. 
like a, a, a pile of questions, a pile of uncertainties, but it's still bearable because you have the passion is there and you know what it is you want and you're doing what you want. Yeah. So for me choosing myself to become a full-time barber is my passion. It's what I wanted. So the emotions are all around, you know. Sorry, we have a, a dog in the background here. <laughs> the emotions are all around. Yep, so the, the emotions are all over the place. But in the end, it's rewarding. It's satisfaction. Like, I did it. You know, I still have a long way to go, but I took the first step of choosing myself, which led me into going to barber school, which led me into getting my license, which led me into the shop full time. Just that one choice to just choose me. Isn't it crazy? Our experiences are a little bit different. But at the end of the day, the feelings are the same. And I've learned through choosing self, it's not easy. Choosing self is fucking hard because you just said it. It's like the fear of the unknown. You're betting on yourself. You don't know what's to come, but you're trusting yourself enough to say, I can overcome anything. I'm a badass bitch. I got this. I'm going to fucking face all these feelings, but I'm going to come out a warrior from this. And doesn't it make you feel just unstoppable and powerful as fuck? Absolutely. Could you relate to that? Because it's like, once you... And it's, it's funny that like you can put other people in front of, ahead of you. You can choose them over yourself. But the reward in the end is much greater when you choose yourself. And it's like, you kind of look back like, where would I be had I chose, chosen myself earlier on, you know? Um, and that comes into with the unknown. But then you have to remember that your journey was set in place. So you had to go through those experience, you had to go through that walk of life to be able to choose yourself. Because it's like, once you choose yourself, it's like, I can do anything now. And it's so freeing. Like, I'm not living in third person anymore. I'm living in first person. I'm living to please me. Yeah. Not what everybody else think or what everyone else says. Whatever box they put me in. Yeah. I'm choosing to be my authentic self. What are the biggest challenges you face choosing self and choosing to show up as you and being authentic? Um, not everyone's going to adjust. You won't be able to take everyone with you. Um, Facts. I think for me right now, I'm learning that the more I choose me, more people are falling off and I've just come to the you know the understanding and the conclusion that it's that's okay um it's a part of my journey I think um even sometimes people not taking you serious 
no matter what you choose yourself, you know, no matter what it is that you choose about yourself, if a person is used to this, you know, they're going to have to adjust to that. And some are able to adjust and some are not. And you just got to accept that and yeah. keep rolling. It's like some people have put themselves in a box that they just see things in a box. And when you're out of that box, it's like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. So what is a mantra that you truly live by every day? That's a hard one. It's a hard that one. That is a lot. Um... One where you... I would say... With anything you do with your intentions, you know, do it from your heart with good intentions. I think... Um, if you have good intentions, it, it becomes you, who you are. So you don't have to necessarily speak out that intention. You know, you're thinking that intention. So it's going to come out some way. And if you put your heart into it, you know, anything that you put your heart into, you obviously have passion for or love it. And, you know, love was created by God. So if you love something and you put the passion into it, it'll, it'll be, it'll come back, you know, full circle. Whatever you, you know, put out there. I like that. I, um... Intentions has just been a really big, like, mantra for me as well in my life. I know I shared with you the other day, or maybe it wasn't with you, but, like, I wanted to go out to the club the other night. Mm -hmm. Did I share the story no. with you? So I wanted to go to the club the other night, and this is how beautiful it is to live with intention. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well, what's the intention? You know, why do you want to go to the club? Okay, because you want someone to validate that you're cute. Instead of you doing that shit for yourself. You know what? Fuck that. We ain't going out tonight. And it's like, I'm not saying or I'm not against going out. Absolutely. I, you know, I like to have fun. I like to go out. But I also want to, of course, we need validation from outside source. You know, like everything needs a healthy medium. But I also don't want my validation to just only come from outside. It also needs to come from within. It has to start within. Yeah, so now like when I do things, it's always, it's with that intention. Like what's the what's your intention behind this? And you're right, it just naturally the more intentional you just are behind anything you do, it just leads to more you attract more good in your life. So my next question for you is what are three values that are the most important to you that you truly live by and why are these values important to you? So first and foremost, I would say my spirituality and my walk um, spiritually. Um, second, you know, I value my loved ones, my family, you know, they just, they keep me going, you know, and everything I do, you know, I do it for myself, but I also do it for them also, yeah. in a way. So, um, that would be the second thing, and 
third I would say respect. Nice. Respect because I feel as though if if you give respect, you'll get respect. And you know respect goes a long way. You so know? what's respect to you? Because everyone a lot of people say their value is respect, mm -hmm. but I notice respect is very different depending on the audience you're speaking to. That what's the line with respect and boundaries? Respect is compromise. I see it as compromise because you know I could do something this way, and you could do it that way. It doesn't mean that I have to you know disrespect you, you or your way of doing it. Um, we can find that common ground and say, you know, let's try it this way. Let's put a little bit of yours into a little bit of mine. So I, like I feel like it's the respect is boundary is common ground, you know. Um, it's not so much of, I think when people hear respect, they hear like, oh, you, you talk bad on, on me you talked down on me or you cursed at me or something like that you disrespected me um it definitely has to go both ways respect isn't one-sided you know yeah. um there's no such thing as i can respect you but you can't respect me it has to be on both playing fields yeah i think that's harder like more difficult for parents like that parent-child dynamic because i'm your parent you have to respect have to me. respect me and it's i'm human too we're both human how can we respect one another i hear you on that i like that you opened up a couple perspectives here as well so what is a ritual that you practice daily that really just helps you with your mental health so lately, I've I bought some. Um, so I like to burn incense. Okay. So I have like the. There's a pack that's like the seven the chakras. Okay. And so each day, I burn a different one. And um, like at the start of my day, I wake up, meditate, um, and I burn my and I burn my incense, and it's kind of like, my moment of zen mixed with my morning of focus you know leaving yesterday and yesterday and starting a new day you know everything you know none of your days are going to be the exact same yeah. just being prepared for you know what the potential of that day is so I think that right now that's my go to uh, ritual and then when I'm driving the shop or whatever I'm you know just putting out affirmations yeah. you know affirmations whether it be you know long term or whether it be for that day for that moment that hour just you know putting that out there and it sounds so silly because I remember when I first heard about this because I also do the same I like to wake up I like to just have, I call it my meditation, like reflection. Mm -hmm. I like to just quiet my mind for a little bit. And then I always ask myself, like, what did you do good today? What could you do better tomorrow? And just see where, like, the mind takes me. And then 
you said um when you drive to your you know when you're driving to the shop you do affirmations and i love to just you know throw some affirmations at myself as well and at first it sounded so silly but it's like yo this this really does like that relationship that you built with yourself really becomes the narrative of your life and it works and it, it fucking works like it sounds so silly but it's almost like you reprogram your thoughts, the voices in your head, how you want to see mm-hmm. life. Does the repro is the reprogramming easy? No, because it's years right. of reprogramming. But fuck when you it's get the, it. It's the discipline behind it. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, initially you may wake up Monday and do it. And then Tuesday you fall off and you pick back up Wednesday. And then, it, you know, as it go, as it goes on. The discipline, it's like an everyday thing. But you may have one of those days where you were rushing, you know, you just didn't do your ritual. And you could tell the difference in a day. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes. When I, I've learned that even if, because I used to be a perfectionist with like, life just has to be perfect, Mm -hmm. you know? And if I miss a day, it would just like throw me off. Right. And now I'm learning, like, I love to work out. Even if my eating habits aren't the healthiest every day, it's not so much about just looking good, but there is... Some, it, looking good, absolutely, mm-hmm. but there also is something about just waking up and working out that just makes me... Working. Yes. And since I understand that feeling, that's, like, my high, every day that I... Like, if there's a day that I want to skip, I have to remind myself, yo, but remember that feeling that that shit's going to give you after, like, come on, take your ass to the gym. Because I like how you said discipline, because we're not going to want to wake up and do our fucking rituals every day. But remembering kind of what we said in the beginning, the feeling, you know, you kind of, I want to live feeling these feelings. So how can I take action that gets me closer to that? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, so I want to end it with, you know, we spoke about moments that you didn't choose self, how that made you feel, moments that you did choose self, and what the outcome was on that, your values, your mantras, and the rituals that you have practiced in your life. Now, with everything that you have been through, if you were speaking to someone that really just wanted to hear your perspective on what the best life advice that life has taught you what words would you speak into their soul Hmm. don't be discouraged by what you went through because what you went through is going to or what you went through or what you may have to go through is preparing you for something bigger on the other side is allowing you to be at your lowest to be able to handle yourself at your highest um, you learn to appreciate yourself more when you're in a good place when you're feeling low you're down on yourself so, you know, go through the motions of the journey. 
don't don't write yourself off don't write the journey off appreciate the journey as hard as it may be just keep pushing just keep pushing wow those are some those are some good words i like that i like that shit that like um that hit my soul pretty deep because it's true you go through it's like uh we hate going through shit but fuck sometimes those are the moments that you really just rise from why do you think that is it's like it's like the phoenix you know like when you rise the appreciation is it's a lot greater you appreciate the process and it also pushes you to you know not go backwards too you know it's easy to slip back into whatever it was you know um but once you see the end results it's like how can i go back even when you're tempted to go back it's like nah because i know what it feels like to be right here and i and i know that's gonna lead me here you know down here so it's not worth risking you know the risk i love how you said that because i like you have really been the fear of the unknown life has just changed dramatically that it's like what is next but the beauty of the unknown is that it's not known you know what the past was you know what going back to that was or, or is the unknown could be so much greater much greater so i like how you're kind of just from your message, what I'm hearing is take a bet on yourself. Yeah, take a bet on yourself. I'm I'm betting on myself daily. And there's nothing that has made me want to stop betting on myself. What have you gained from betting on yourself? That I can do anything. <laughs> the power of self. The power of self. And what do you think you've lost from betting on yourself? anything or anyone that was not meant to be on this journey with me dope well re it was awesome chatting with you is there is, is there anything else you want to add on i think we kind of tackled a lot you know? yeah you know the perspective so dope it was honestly a pleasure i feel like every time we like link up and just start speaking it it's like deep deep awesome conversations and you definitely help have allowed me to just open up my perspective on a lot of things as well so mm -hmm. i appreciate saying this way you mm -hmm. know i appreciate you just being a you just being willing to listen so wow and vice versa thank you shit i appreciate that too i don't think we give listening enough credit thanks for saying that yeah. well where can these listeners find you? So on Instagram, I am at Cuts by Re. That's C U T Z B Y R E E on Instagram. And um, anybody in the Oviedo area, Aloma, Winter Park, UCF area, um, that's where I am located. Um, 
The link is in my bio to book an appointment. Even if you're not in that area and you want to, you know, come by and check me out. The link is in the bio. You can book your appointment. And we can, we can, you know, embark on the power of self. That's what's up. The power of self. I dare you to try it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If there's anything you guys can really take away from this podcast is just remember like re kept telling us just p- place the bet on yourself choose self choose self stop living in third person and give yourself give yourself the opportunity to see life through your lens through first person and i promise you and i think re can attest to this as well that is the beginning of a beautiful journey so the power of self i dare you to try it i dare you to stop living in third person and to start living in first person i'll see i'll catch you guys